thank you, Alex, for that intimate performance of your poem. I know to our listeners at home, probably sounded like uh, Alex was whispering, whispering, whispering right into your ears. The reality of the situation is he was yards away from the recording device. Um, we're here at the Sydney and Lois Eskenazi Museum of Art, and we are right in front of this world-famous circle statue by someone who I don't know, but you can whisper into one crease and stand on the other side of the sculpture, and it will sound like you're right there because of physics. Yeah, it's pretty neat, actually. I like these, like, uh, sound uh, stuff where you can, you know, kind of play, interact with the sculpture. That's pretty good. thought it was... Uh, I've seen some other things like that. I'm not sure if that's an actual intended part of the experience, but I'm glad it's discovered. Oh, really? That's cool. Let's, uh, we could read more about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I feel like I've been in places like this where, like, like in cathedrals and stuff, and you know, sometimes you can go in the corner and whisper in a corner, and then you can hear it in the other corner of the room. Yeah, that's just good acoustics. And I remember when I went to Purdue University, there was this, like, area on campus when you clapped, it would squeak or something. Mm. I can't remember if that was Purdue or here. Campuses have shit like this. They always have that. And when you're taking a tour, they love to tell you. Yeah. Fun little facts. Yeah. Um, This is the Indiana Ark by artist Charles O. Perry. Hmm. It kind of reminds me, there is an um, Alex... Calder statue in front of the Mac. Oh yeah, it's I kind of similar. It was, I thought it was the same person. It's a red, yeah, iron wrought sculpture, kind of industrial. Some Ferris seeming. Bueller's Day Off shit. What do you mean? Like I, I feel like there's a big red sculpture in Chicago that's really iconic that is in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. During like the parade scene, when he leaves the parade. I don't know. Never mind. You could be similar right. Similar artists similar things it's so fun to learn and be stupid let's yeah. uh, go take a field trip <laughs> in, inside the museum Protecting against the wind. Here we are in the revolving doors. Oh. Alright. Alright. Uh, first stop, the Jane Fortune Gallery. European and American art. This looks like some very old stuff. So, what are we looking at here? It looks like some kind of wood sculpture, like a relief. Like it's like uh, religious depictions, like there's a baby, naked baby. Let's step away from the door. We're out here in public and it might be a challenge to find a good thing. Uh, some good acoustics. Um, 
This is a painting. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy this painting. Uh, where it looks like ruins. And then there's like a guy, old guy and a baby. And then there's this like little donkey sticking its head out. Yeah, so this is this looks like it's like some late Renaissance, Renaissance Italian painting. Yeah, it is cool to see the that kind of uh, Renaissance application of um, space and perspective, but with decaying ruins. It almost you, looks like a surrealist piece. It yeah, there's really surreal elements. Like I like whenever there's. Um, Great thinking with a photo. Whenever there's uh, in these religious paintings, kind of materialized halos, and I like when those uh, three cherubs just there's just like little out of nowhere. Heads. Yeah, very cool. And that uh, donkey peering over the steps in like a way that doesn't make any sense. I love how these guys were like obsessed with geometric space. But like they couldn't render a donkey that like looked normal. <laughs> They're like, hey, if I make it peeking around the corner, then I don't have to draw the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly what their like awesome life hack. And they're like, if I only paint the baby's heads, then then I don't have to paint the baby's body. Yeah, but he he knows how to paint a baby's body. I think that. This, this like period has a lot of really weird looking babies and that's like part of what's really fun about it. I heard a lot of times, well, you know, this isn't just any baby. I think this is um, Jesus. Jesus Christ. And a lot of times they painted the babies so weird to like kind of suggest that it was a godly baby who, whose like holiness isn't bound to his infancy. And so there's, like, oh, they're kind of adults. He's kind of an adult and a baby at the same time because he's, like, the son of God. Hmm. Well, should we move on? Yeah. All right, here we have a Vanitas painting, a Spanish one from Juan Francisco Carry On. So, Alex, go ahead and carry on with... Uh, Take a little photo of this. Look, there's, like, a skull on the shelf. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of books. What if you went over to somebody's house and they had just had like a human skull on their bookshelf like that? Yeah, I would be alarmed. I, I, be I think that qualifies as a red flag. Yeah. Um, yeah, this painting is pretty cool. I think uh, it's called a Vanitas painting because it's supposed to remind you of death and like oh, the vanity of know, life. I didn't and know how about that. Because there's a lot of like still still lives from this period that have a skull or like there will be a hidden skull oh okay that's not hidden very well N no this one <laughs> isn't hidden it's right there it's and there's really also an hourglass in it which signifies time the yeah time the hourglass is out. right above the skull's head yeah so yeah the futility of the pursuit of knowledge and because we're all gonna yeah, die the book is just left open like mid-read, they're like, yeah, you didn't get through that one. <laughs> well, yeah. Mm, should we t attempt to tackle this? Um, this is, I like how this one also has um, just a donkey's head. Yeah, interesting. Let me get a picture. 
I think this it, might. It, and look, it also has just baby heads too, just the wings attached to a baby head. Yeah. So this is, uh, per the uh, didactic or whatever the wall text. This does depict the same event as that other painting we were looking at with the donkey. So the donkey must have some kind of uh, significance. Well, the donkey was what they rode to Jerusalem on. This is like a Christmas painting. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's so festive. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I didn't go to church growing up, so a lot of the uh, Jesus stuff kind of goes over my head. Well, they like, like Mary and Joseph rode on, um, on a donkey to Bethlehem to have this baby. And uh, that's probably what that donkey is. But look, she already has the baby. Another thing that's funny about these Italian paintings, and it's like they didn't have any reason to, but this is supposed to be Egypt. Oh, it looks exactly like Southern Italy. I mean, they didn't. They wouldn't have any reason to know what Egypt looked like. But yeah, it but is kind of funny. Also, it's all white people too. Yeah. Hmm. You ever see, you you ever see uh, the uh, remember the band Avenged Sevenfold? Oh yeah. Their their logo is like a bat skull, or no, like a skull with wings. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like these babies. Heads. Yeah, Vinge Sevenfold is uh, rife with art historical <laughs> references. Judith and Holofernes. Classic oh, yeah. feminist painting. Yeah, this you one's a pretty, um, this is a pretty, like, conservative take on it. Yeah, she's like, she's like, it's after the act, and she isn't holding... Or, oh, I do see the head. That's cool. Yeah, it's That's like, subtle. It's hidden in her um, she's like, skirt. She's, like, holding it up in her no, skirt. No, that's, like, the maid. That's, like, the maid, and she's saying... And she's pointing. See, the other woman is holding a sword and pointing. Yeah, that's true. She's like, can you go throw that away? <laughs> she's like... And, and the, the woman with the head in the, in the robe is like, holy shit. <laughs> like, the look on her face is like... Whoa. It's pretty cool though. Who did this one? I don't uh, an Italian that. guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, this definitely isn't the most famous depiction of Antivedito um, Grammatica. It's no Caravaggio, but I think it's it's cool and it's subtlety. And I like how you kinda see the other tints and stuff. There's kind of Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, there's something pretty nightmarish about um, the setting. You see a lot of uh, this has a lot of chiaroscuro, is it, you know, in the style of Rembrandt. Ah, a bit of um, uh, you know, you know, candlelit scenes yeah. and you know, a lot soft of lighting, but a lot, a of, lot of darkness pushing yeah. pushing the darkness. Here's a delicious looking uh, still life. From Peter de Ring. Oh, if, Peter. If you're, uh, if you're Peter, if your uh, art isn't Dutch, it ain't much. Um, wow, I just, I, I'm tempted to just grab those grapes right off the painting. It's making me hungry. It, it's a delicious looking spread. Damn. Do you like La 
lobster. I love lobster. I kind of don't like lobster. I think it's I uh, prefer crab. I think it's overrated. I think I prefer crab too, actually, especially like a nice uh, dungeness. There's well, there's different kinds of crabs. There's different kinds of lobsters. Look at these raw oysters, just like on the corner of the table, shucked. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that's an odd place to leave like some oysters, you know. That's like a, <laughs> they should be sitting on ice or something. I think this might be before ice. <laughs> I think this painting might take place in a month with an R in it. You know how you're only supposed to eat oysters in a month that has an R in it? I've never heard that before. That's because it's like out of date with modern uh, refrigeration and oh, shipping technologies. Yeah. But it used to be you were only supposed to eat them in winter. In winter time. Yeah. Huh, interesting. I never knew that. But there's fruit here, so like it, they, it would have to be in the summer if it's in 1615. There's like grapes mm -hmm. and there's that orange. Plums and an orange. It could be kind of um, uh, a fictionalized uh, buffet. In a, is like, that a squash or is that like a It looks like a cantaloupe, cantaloupe to me, like a pre-modern farming cantaloupe. But I think that maybe they were painting all things that don't usually uh, go together seasonally to like showcase uh, wealth. Because oh, yeah, there's also a, a parrot in the... Oh, yeah. Upper corner. Yes. What are you reading about? Um, it says, an abundance of fruit, seafood, bread, and wine crowd a table in this still-life painting. The seafood appears luxurious to our eyes, <laughs> but, it's, but it was cheap and common fare in Peter de Ring's time. So that goes against what we were saying. That's oh. why you got to read these things. However, the grapes, melons, and oranges, the Chinese porcelain Porsche dish, dish. <laughs> and the African gray parrot at the left were expensive items obtained through foreign trade that made Holland wealthy All right, in popcorn. the 17th century. Dutch still life paintings often convey moralizing messages. Here, the fresh fruit and seafood foods that must be consumed quickly before they spoil refer to the passage of time, a subtle commentary on human mort mortality. So it's preachy. All right. Oh, I know I'm gonna die. That's why I'm, that's why I'm here trying to enjoy myself. <laughs> These guys are obsessed with reminding us that we're gonna die. Let's look at this adoration of the Magi painting, another uh, another Dutch yeah, Renaissance dude, this one. This baby looks really creepy. Yeah, I think this this Abraham is Bolemart. this is a perfect example of a baby that uh, has the face of a wizened old man, and. That does look surreal. It has a face of a drunk old man, because it's like rosy cheeks. Rosy cheeks. And the way he's like looking at, the way he's looking at this. Oh, is that? These are the. These kings, are the three the kings. Magic. Yeah. So, so another festive Christmas painting. Um. Yeah, it's it's oddly fitting. Yeah, there's the star. What do you think there? about that star? Like everything in this painting is rendered with such precision. But it's that really star looks like a cartoon. Star. It looks like a little kid painting that. It looks like everything is really detailed, and then the star looks like, ah, fuck it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my deadline's tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, look at, like, the beads and, like, the uh, stitching on Homeboy's royal robes. Yeah, and when you compare that to really, the star, it's crazy. It's really... 
ornate and really kind of very detailed, realistic. Well, you know, you can't like, you can't go ham all the time. Like, see those, those, um, what are those animals? Camels? Camels. Mm -hmm. They look like, kind of like Star Wars characters. It might have something to do with like, uh, the methods of production. Like, these guys were just painting in, um, you know, a dark studio all day, and maybe they had models that they could reference for, um... For, like, the garments and For the, the garments, yeah, and but stuff. they... He wouldn't have known how he's, to he's just paint a star because you can't fit that inside your studio. And he's just painting a camel from, like, memory of, like, a book that yeah. he saw, maybe, or something. They maybe had camels that they could look at. It was, like, a modern city. This is a cool one. Little uh, Dutch interior, church interior. Emmanuel de de wit 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 did you de de what de what? There's nice little cathedral. Yeah, it's like a pretty realistic. I'm not too. I'm not too fascinated by this one. <laughs> not much for us to sink our teeth into. We're gonna keep it moving through. Yeah, Alright. This is some earlier Italian Renaissance this stuff. Guy with this rock. I know, this it's one's funny. This one's great. Yeah, so this looks like something it was a Roman Greek myth thing. This is kind of cool. It's cool to see yeah, you see so many Renaissance um, paintings of biblical stuff. It's cool to see Renaissance paintings of some Greco-Roman myths, especially because it's funny. It just seems more in the place. I like all these uh, babies, these ghastly babies. Yeah, and this guy looks like he's about to smash these babies with a rock. There's I don't like think this so. Look, there's a dead baby right there, and he's lifting. No, the I think rock he's. I think head. he's, he's turning the rocks the into babies. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's like a creation story. Could be, yeah. Um, this painting depicts the creation tale. <laughs> I don't really want to just read the labels on record, so we we got. You can read it silently, and I'll just yeah. vamp, and then you can tell me what's going on. Well, so it says it's a creation tale. So yeah, he's to, he's like uh, Zeus decided to like destroy humanity, and then this guy turned a bunch of rocks into babies. I think. Good for him, man. And then what's his lady? She uh, also looks in pain. Is there any anything about her? I think she's. Her? I think she's also doing it. Oh yeah. She has a rock in her hand too. So it this is like, like a Greco-Roman Adam and Eve meets um, Noah's Ark kind of thing. <laughs> They're like. This is, these rocks are heavy. I really like the way they, uh, this guy painted the buildings in the background. Like, they look like uh, they're made out of crystal. Yeah. Like in Superman. Hmm. All right. Yeah. It's, it's do, do you want to tackle another uh, Italian Renaissance? 
How about this? This is like the 12 days of Christmas. I mean, this thing that this angel is praying under looks like a Christmas tree. It's an angel in adoration. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. You know. Whatever. You know. It's no making babies it's out no, of rocks. It's no Titian. All right. Come on. <laughs> let's roll. All right, looks like we're getting into some more recent paintings. Oh, here's a good one. This is a good uh, middle ground because, well, I don't know why. I thought maybe this would be like a English neoclassical thing, but it's no, this is still like Italian. This, this is like the same as the other one we were looking at. Yeah. Where it was like ruins, and I said I it think, looked like surrealism. I think that is neoclassicism, but anyway, that's neither here nor oh. there. No. Um, but yeah, it's another, <laughs> it's another, like, uh, I think this is, this isn't a religious painting, right? This is just a landscape. I like how this fountain has, like, this, looks like this guy's, it's like a guy's face and there's water coming out of his mouth, like he's puking. Yeah, that, that's probably based on a real, um, architectural feature. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've it's, seen... I think it's interesting like when it's, like, um, so there's people hanging, like, do you think that this is meant to be in the past, or do you think it's a modern depiction of people enjoying ruins? You know what I mean? Because they're dressed oh, in, like, yeah. um... Good, good question. It doesn't seem like they're dressed in contemporary garb, but I also can't really tell. Some people seem to be dressed in togas. Other people seem to be dressed in, like, 17th century clothes or whatever hmm that's an interesting question because you always imagine like scenes like this in in like Italy and Rome and or, or you know scenes where there places where there's ruins I never imagined them like as like real built like being in use looked back in the I day. know neither did this guy because he just <laughs> painted ruins We're only in, like yeah, this gallery only goes up to 1900, but, um, let's see, should we breeze through here? Yeah. Well, let's talk about this portrait. Which This one? portrait's, look at the one that just draws me in from across the room. This is, like, it's a, from far away, it's rendered, his, uh, like, the way he captures light on skin is really good. It looks, like, th so 3D and clear from far away. Yeah, But true. his brush stroke is really, like, lively and choppy. And it looks like a guy we would know. It definitely looks like a guy like, who, like, uh, bartends at another bar that we don't go to yeah but then he comes into a bar that we go to <laughs> and it's and they're like that's that guy and you're like that's that guy edward edward <laughs> yeah or like uh you know when you you go to a different town and you go to the cool bar or whatever in that town and like everyone looks like your friends except a little different like yeah uh, 
in Shelbyville versus Springfield, <laughs> that episode of The Simpsons with the lemon tree. Yeah, I don't know if I remember that one, but that's that makes sense. Who does this Bizarre guy look uh, most analogous to of someone we know? Um, let's see. He reminds me of someone. Kind of like a Jason Cotton. Mm, yeah. Let's step back a little bit. Thoughts? Mm, no, I have no further thoughts on this painting. Let's direct our, uh, let's look to the left. What do you see here? I like this, uh, I, one time, I like this one. I one time took a picture of this painting and sent it to my friend Eddie in New York because it looks like Eddie. <laughs> it's, it's like a monk in rapture. It reminded me of Eddie dancing on the dance floor, like in a club or something. It's pretty cool. You don't really see like a religious impressionist paintings very often. Am I right? Yeah, that's a good... That's a good point. I don't really know a lot about that, but like that's like a yeah. When you think about like impressionism, you think let's bring it to Ferris Bueller. Like you think about it's just people in the park and stuff. Yeah, but like a river. But this is like an action painting of a monk like having a vision. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's kind of psychedelic. It's called the vision. Great. <laughs> We really picked up on that. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's go upstairs. Thanks. What did she say to us? She said, you guys need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting when we're walking around in there. These stairs are crazy because they're like at an angle in a bizarre. It's like the steps aren't long enough or something. I feel like I'm gonna fall. I know you kind of have to walk uh, like sideways, like you're in a uh, West Side store and snapping with a gang. <laughs> so we're up in the ancient area. Well, there's it's. Uh, so the galleries are split up. The Asian and Islamic art does have contemporary stuff in it. Oh yeah, okay. So we can check it out. It's not like Oh yeah, it's not. It's not their modern art gallery, which I guess they must I don't Is that odd an odd way to separate stuff? They they put like modern they put modern Asian and Islamic art like with the ancient stuff instead of just with the contemporary art downstairs? I mean, it's kind of a small gallery. The, that gal the contemporary gallery downstairs, the recent acquisitions. Like, I don't know where the, like, Duchamp and stuff is right It's now. downstairs. It's on the other side. Oh. There's two galleries on the other side. You want to check that out? Yeah, sure. All right. Because there's, the there's the one that Janelle framed everything in. And yeah. then there's the one that, like, uh, of their older kind of like permanent collection where they have like Picasso and crap. <laughs> These uh, stairs are much easier to go down than up. Yeah. This is going to be one of those episodes where my voice is a lot louder than yours because I'm sticking it near my 
face and you're whispering. But that's okay, it's all in the name. It's in the name of art. Yeah. This, yeah, like, uh, I'm here. Let's come in here. All right, here's the Picasso. It's like a purple lady laying down on like a lounge chair, but it looks like just like a bunch of shapes. So this is just like Cubist period Picasso, right? Yeah. What do you think of the modern lover song Pablo Picasso? I like I like it. I think. Wait, I can't remember how it goes. Is he says, does he say he's an asshole in it? He says Pablo Picasso never got called an asshole. Oh, but yeah, I like that because he was a total asshole. I kind of like, uh, the Modern Lovers are one of those bands that Spotify pushes in the algorithm for some reason. Yeah. And so I hear their songs all the time at work and I do, I cringe when that one comes on. I also cringe when I'm straight comes on because even though it's about not using drugs, it just sounds it like just he's sounds like he's talking about his sexual orientation. Yeah. And to that end when the Jonathan Richmond song I Went Dancing the Lesbian Bar comes on at work, I skip that one sometimes because mm. I just I think it, that song might be like so annoying to people. But so anyway, you think the guy from the Modern Lovers isn't isn't saying that he should have been called an asshole. He's saying people shouldn't call me an asshole because no one called P Picasso an asshole. Or is he saying Picasso should have been called an asshole, but he wasn't? I'm not sure what his point is with that one. I was. I remember hearing that the first time I heard Modern Lovers, I thought it was uh, Frank Zappa. Mm. The guy's voice is has the same like he has this he's this deep voice and kind of this similar way of talking. He has a high pitch voice, not or it's like medium pitched. I'd I say. Know, I think it's the same. He has the same kind of tone. We got the um, classic uh, Duchamp piece, the fountain here. The ready-made. I never knew it was a urinal because I guess it's mean? on the side. Um, and even just now, as I'm looking at it for the first time, I realized that it's on its side. For a long time, I thought it was just like a. That's the way people used urinals in <laughs> the early 20th century. Really? Yeah. This is a, a, hmm, a revelatory moment for me. Yeah. He, he put it on its side to make it useless. That was like the thing that like he and like Man Ray did. Like I think Man Ray put like a bunch of spikes on the bottom of like a, an iron. They'd like take everyday objects and just make them useless or whatever i think I I, there aren't many of these it's kind of annoying and it's a, like a it's a centerpiece of the collection because there aren't many of these original duchamp ready-mades i think there's a lot of them but just not many have been signed <laughs> ah well because they're ready-mades you know there's a shit oh yeah but but yeah i think there's only like 20 of them or something well to that end it's an antique urinal at this point Oh yeah, big time. And it could be on display for that reason. Like here's a Man Ray thing. It's just like a sewing machine. It looks like just covered in cloth. Mm hmm. Man, it would have been so easy to be a Dada. It would be like it would have been hard because 
it, it seems easy to us because we're oh, inundated the with this stuff. Like, it, imagine being you, except it's 1920, and the only thing you know is drinking five-cent bottles of Coca-Cola and uh, going to work at your factory job and then going to the general store and eating crackers or whatever. Like, imagine thinking of this stuff. Yeah, I, that's a good point, I guess. It was, it was funny when, when, uh, when I, when we met, uh, Yacht Blanc, mm -hmm. and he was, like, I was, like, trying to talk to him about, sorry, wait, did I, what did I say, did I say? I think you I, said his, his I, I said something. Said he was Dada, and he said he wasn't, right? No, I think I said, I think I said, oh, like, you do sound poetry, like, Andre Breton, and he's, like, no. Andre Breton is a surrealist. I am a Dadaist. Maybe he is Breton a situationist. He's, he's like he like wrote the Surrealist Manifesto. Oh, I yeah. Think. So it's like that uh, is different, I guess. But I don't really think about about it being different. But look, this thing says says the difference between them right here. This plaque it says. Um, all right, I'm going to have to vamp while you figure oh. out the dis the difference between them. Uh, while Alex figures that out, I'm standing in front of a Marcel Duchamp. Um, another ready-made that I, didn't, I haven't seen before. This must be a new one. The IU Art Museum was recently renovated due to a generous donation. All right, do you have the... Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I think, it, I think, like the, I think the Dadaism is like political. And surrealism is like just about like the mind. Psychology. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's true. Let's see. Which, if something just catches your eye, let's stop and look at it. Surely there's something over here. Oh, here's um, Jackson Pollock. Jackson Pollock. This man was with the feds. You, you, was, you think he was a, they say he was a spy. You think he was a spy? Uh, I don't know about being a spy, but it's documented that the federal government put money into um, modern art because they thought, or into this kind of abstract art because they thought that it demonstrated the, like, cultural freedom of capitalism to combat the rising tide of communist sentiment, which is weird hmm. because a lot of these guys were communists. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. Do you like it? I don't like this one. I don't like that this selection of color. It's like yellow and brown and like teal. Yeah, there's like that that purplish brown mauve, I guess. There are Pollocks I like, but yeah, this isn't one of them. It just seems kind of, uh, kind of earthy and muddled. Of, like crow poop. Mm-hmm. There's some gallery artist who's working now who puts canvases out for birds to shit on. Really? Yeah. They should come to like Sixth Street and <laughs> Six and Rogers. I like this 
uh, minimalist painting. I just like the color. It seems really uh, digital in a way and disorientating. Disorienting. Yeah, because of the the way that that orange is popping out. It just kind of hurts my eyes. I don't like it at all. <laughs> hey, how about like how about this sculpture? No, this Donald Judd. Do you know Donald Judd wall, <laughs> wall kind of thing? Do you see this as uh, one sculpture or as yeah, honestly, ten little sculptures? I always thought it looked kind of like the shelves at like Sears or something that would have jeans on them <laughs> or something. Like, it's it's like one of these. Um, it's a pretty famous sculpture by Donald Judd. Oh, well, I don't know about this one in particular, but all his work is like this, right? Well, it's yeah, it's like just these like panels just sticking out of a wall, and they're yeah. like reflective, but they like look like shelving basically. I think it's like yeah chubby shelves. It's supposed to look like one column. It's supposed to demonstrate how these different items can make one. I think. And how the space in between it, it's a part of it. I think. I don't really find it interesting. No, wait, I do find it interesting. I just don't, I don't find it exciting. It's not exciting. It's very mm. stoic and boring. <laughs> it's 50 years old. Mm. Well, do you want to check out the recent acquisitions? Yeah, sure, we can do that. Hey, thanks. Here we are in the recent acquisitions, the contemporary gallery. All of these images were framed by. Janelle Beasley, the dear girlfriend of the podcast. <laughs> so let's pick something to chat about. Yeah, like let's look at it. Your Twitter namesake. Yeah, my Twitter name is I Wei Wei Rip. It's I Wu Wei, which is, but it's spelled I like the alien that gets high, like I L M A O. And then Wu Wei is like a, a Tao concept, which means the middle path, path of least resistance. It always kind of reminded me of uh, Hurricane Chris. Hey, baby. Hey, Wu Wei. Yeah. That's a good song. Mm -hmm. I remember that when that song came out. I was a freshman in college, and when we were smoking weed, we would go to Circle K, and we'd always be like, Circle K. Circle K. Circle K. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah, so this is Ai Weiwei as a political prisoner, right? Yeah, it's like a... F it's or like he's a kind of fancy himself as a political prisoner. No, he was he was in jail as a political prisoner. But uh, this is like a wanted poster, but for him to be freed from jail. Mm. I like it as a visual thing. I like the colors, and I like uh, the design of the... Yeah, I like the picture of him young. He looks like 
He looks like a gangster or something. Because I only ever see like pictures of him now. He's like an old man. Yeah, he looks like a uh, guy you climb a mountain to see. I really like the way he dresses. He's like... Uh, he just dresses in like smocks, right? He, he just wears like a jacket and like sweatpants and stuff. I don't know. He looks really comfy all the time. This is a thing that Janelle Art assisted on. It's this guy, oh, Ed Bernstein, who was faculty at IU. It's kind of, it's a fence, a chain link fence, and in each link there's this, a different photo. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I never noticed the like rhythm of it until I looked at it. Cause like there's, the ferns yeah, there's ferns. Yeah, there's ferns. Mm-hmm, yeah. Alex is taking some photos. If you want to follow along, we'll put all the photos up yeah, somewhere, we'll somehow. I like this one a lot. Yeah, that's sick. That's very trippy. Alejandro Aguirre. I knew you were going to say that. I think, uh, <laughs> I think he employed coffee in this. Like he drank a bunch of coffee and painted this? No, like he uh, put coffee on the canvas. Oh, it's very good. It's like a, it looks like a, just kind of like a trippy abstract pattern, but in it there's like a, it looks like maybe like a Sufi man or something, like a, some type of monk. Yeah, some kind of mystic. Oh, it's actually Cuban. Hence the coffee. Um, moving on. We'll find a good... Oh, I like this Saul Steinberg mask. Whoa, that's cool. Are you, are you much of a cardboard? Steinberg fan? Didn't he I used don't know Steinberg. He was a New Yorker cartoonist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's the deal with him? He was just like... Um, he was like a cartoonist who did a lot of work in the 50s and 60s who used a lot of the like psychology of the time in his cartoons. Weren't you into, like, uh, submitting to the New Yorker caption? Yeah, I, I did it for a while, and it was really difficult and frustrating. Actually, my brother was texting me yesterday. He's like, hey, do you want to do this with me? I think we should both submit to this. Mm -hmm. And it was like the recent picture was, like, uh, these snowmen, and they're all looking in the window at this woman knitting hats, and a guy sitting on the computer, and... I was trying to figure out what to like caption it and it was difficult i think we decided on something like uh like you should stop knitting those hats the the snowmen just have to accept that they're gonna be cold because they're made of snow you know i feel it's like that might have been like 16 words too <laughs> too long <laughs> You should stop knitting all these hats. The snowmen are just have to accept that they're going to melt because they're made out of snow, which yeah. falls from the sky. <laughs> they're just atoms. They're subject to the weather. Yeah, it seems tough. The thing is, New Yorker cartoons, not that funny. Not that funny at all. And but it, that's it's the trick is you, you have to like not be funny, but like you have to sort of be funny. You have to make people feel like they're smart when, when they, they read it. Yeah. The thing is, Instagram is just one big caption contest. Like, with comments? Yeah. 
the whole internet is then mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. I wish it was better at comments I think I'm okay I like these cacti yeah do you want to cacti? talk about these cacti well this, cac- this cactus looks like it has a boner or like it's going or like it's doing that thing with your arm where you like flip people off with your yeah arm. that old fashioned style of flipping off yeah, there's definitely a humanity to these cacti. I saw I saw like a cool picture recently of the cacti, a cacti, but it was like upside down. I think this one looks like a this one on the left looks like a man in profile waving oh. with a big nose. Yeah, I like that. There's such weird plants. Yeah, there's something very Looney Tunes about this whole thing. Because in Looney Tunes, they're they're always in the desert. Um, not always, but like not always. But I mean, yeah, in Roadrunner, yeah, and they're they're really like weird, surreal, desert landscapes. Who would win in a fight, the Looney Tunes or the Muppets? The Looney Tunes would. They're a lot more violent. They're way more violent, and they aren't constrained by physics. Um. Yeah. I'd rather be a Muppet. I'd rather be a Muppet. It's way less violent. Yeah. And then also the, uh, you know. It seems more rock and roll to be a Muppet. There's more of a Hollywood glam lifestyle to the Muppets. The Looney Tunes are constantly in mortal peril. Yeah, and the, the the Muppets are kind of just dealing with, like, their, like, issues in their life, like normal people. Yeah, so it would be less of a change. I wouldn't have to adjust to as much if I was a Muppet. I like this painting over here that looks like a sheet hanging on the wall. I thought it, I thought it was really actually a sheet when I first saw it. But that it's actually, you know, like uh, a painting. A painting of a sheet. Trump loyal. Janelle did a really good job framing all this stuff. Um, if you notice how flat everything is, <laughs> now that we go to other museums, even um, world famous institutions, some of their works on paper will be like wrinkled in really? the frame. Yeah. And that would never happen on Janelle Beasley's watch. Wow. That's crazy to think about. Like, uh, did. Uh did she have to like flatten stuff out? And if so, how do you do it? You put it in like a big vice or something? I don't know. There's so many like things. Well, the thing is, some of these are paintings. Her specialty is works on paper. So I really do not know. I'm not a professional. I like um I like this piece. Yeah, it's pretty trippy. I knew you were going to say that. It looks like blotter paper. Eddie Eddie fake. Ed fake. Ed fake. You think that's the real name? F- fake. Ah, f- pretty funny. From the alternative comic scene in Chicago in the eighties. Oh no, born in nineteen eighty. From twenty twelve, this is named. That's right. That's cool. Let's uh go upstairs and. Yeah, we have a few more minutes. We could check out some of the Asian stuff.
funny how when you go in a gallery, you feel like you have to start speaking one way, and then when you go out, it's a Zoom recorder. We're recording a podcast. Oh, hey, Miles. Hey, Rebecca. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's classic. Classic Bloomington moment. I know. Yeah. I was like, I saw that glam, like, please don't have lasers on it, whatever the hell it is. Uh, that was what was going through my brain. Like, whoever that is, when they come back out, I'm going to ask them what that thing is. Yeah. It's just right. audio. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Have you seen one of those before, Ethan? Yeah. It's pretty nifty. Yeah. yeah there's uh, inputs for mics, too. So if we were more pro, yeah, we'd have sweet. lapel mics. We're not very pro, though. Yeah. 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 Ethan had a radio show, has a, had or had a radio show at the doghouse. Is that by you? Or? Yeah. 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 Well, that ends next week. In, that's why it was like, has, had, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wrapping it up. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice, yeah. Cool. Are you, are you and Janelle looking forward to a nice winter break? Yes. Yeah. Good. She won't be here for a while. I know. Yeah. I may, I don't think I've sent her any emails. I have been sending out people emails, which I'm sure they will not read, but I had to send them. So, thankfully, I don't think I had to send her any. So, she should not get any from me when she comes back to work. Oh, that's good. I bet she, she might check. She might be a vacation email checker. She sh- Honestly, people here kind of should give us some of their jobs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm Rebecca, by the way. Hi, nice to meet oh, you. Yeah. I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. I like your Christmas tree. Oh, ears. thank you. Gotta go retro. Yeah. Tis the season. Tis the season. Anyway, good to see you. Thanks for answering my question. You're welcome. I just was like, please don't be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back up these world-famous stairs. Yeah. Oh, oh, more history for our lovely listeners this is this museum was originally designed by the um i am pay design house there's no right there's angles. no right angles that's completely famously because there's right angles everywhere i look i yeah, that isn't like people always love to be like what do you call when the uh, when the f- ceiling meets the floor yeah but that's obvious that's not the point they mean the corners they just mean wall to wall floor to floor Yes, the 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 cement blocks do have right angles. No, yeah, you, I'm just being a, you're being, being a pedant. Jackass. You're being a little pedantic twit. Yeah, these porcelain vases are gorgeous. Yeah, I love this one with the bird. Would you rather make one or have one? Oh, I wouldn't be able to make one. This is a would you rather scenario. <laughs> would you rather have the skills to make an ornate vase or have the resources to purchase one? Um, I don't know. It's too hard because I like this right here. This is a. These are poems, and they're painted, and they're poems about the moon. This one says, Purity of the moon, the unchanging pure nature of the moon, is like the bodhisattva of compassion. One realizes this completely when the moon rises. And then this one says, Brilliant light illuminates the, th- the 3,000 realms. 
its perfect illumination stands me in good stead. I didn't know you could read Mandarin Chinese. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a moon poem. Take I've, a picture of this. I've got a moon for you. Yeah, you got a moon. Um, do you want to look at some Buddhist stuff, or do you want to look at some Hindu stuff? Some Southeast Asian stuff? Yeah. Like small paintings that are like very detailed, like this. Yeah, it reminds me of um, a comic book panel. Yeah, and the brushes they use are like must be so small. It's like because you see some of the strokes are just like they're like it. They're like as thin as like a hair. Yeah, it's like needle precision. Yeah, it's so beautiful. We haven't spoken much about any sculpture, uh, oh, okay, yeah. any objects like this. Do you have anything to say about any of them? Well, no. Moving on right along. I like these, um, these are like really ancient, like th the year 300 uh, pottery from Japan. They look like those, uh, did you ever play Animal Crossing for GameCube? Um, no, I didn't. They're like those little statues that you could dig up in Animal Crossing for GameCube. That, that sounds sick, actually. I really like that, the idea of, like, digging up statues in a vi video game. Yeah, I think you'd like Animal Crossing. Oh. It's a game just about walking around in the woods. That sounds or awesome. Or not even the woods, like your neighborhood, um, and talking to you your neighbors this i really like this um statue of a buddhist baby. boy prince yeah i like that extremely knowledgeable babies come up in all kinds of religious c contexts yeah it's cool you know like a cool baby statue you know we've been really fake smart on this episode it's I been a good well, one what do you think it was <laughs> what do you think it was <laughs> creepy one uh this it's like an emaciated buddha this i think that this buddha is like starving itself to death let's take a picture have you ever seen that um th they do like the japanese monks that uh, yeah that uh, meditate to death yeah yeah there's one where they like uh have the mummy kind of on display and for some reason they put sunglasses on him Wow, that's really uh, cool. Yeah, I'll have to show you that picture. Oh, so that's like... Yeah. That's like Siddhartha when he's like starving himself. Want to look at some uh, Greek pottery? Oh, yeah. Remember when we were in New York looking at, at the Met, looking at Greek pottery with B? Yeah, I do remember and that. There was like... Uh, there was like... 
really funny pictures on the pots of like guys peeing and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of horny sarters. Is that how you? Satyrs. Satyrs. But like these, I was looking at these like a couple weeks ago, and I don't think there's anything too cheeky on on these Greek pots. There might be something if you look close. There might be something on the other side of this one. I think this is like a drinking vessel. And, like, so when you drank from it, those looked like eyes. Oh, that's cool. That's funny. Yeah, I love just being in a museum. I don't have to, I don't have to know anything about any of this stuff, and I don't even have to learn anything. I just like being around, like, all the relics and like being around like famous art and it's it's nice to just absorb it kind of like listening to music you know it's just kind of like i like being in the atmosphere you know i just like being around like like how old is this sculpture it's like from 100 ce to 200 ce what is ce i don't even know common era so that's like uh, A.D. except less Jesus-centric. Oh, I like that. 350 B.C.E. What does the B stand for? Before Common Era. Oh. So like, just think how like old that is. It's yeah. You can't. I can't even I can't fathom. Even fathom it. Yeah, and we probably are related to the guy who uh, carved out carved those it? nuts. Yeah. Those are some old nuts.